Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan, and this episode is sponsored by Manscaped. www.manscaped.com. Use promo code PORCHTALK, all one word, all caps. Get 20% off your total purchase order. Uh, They got the crop preserver, which is ball deodorant. Uh, They have the weed whacker, which is for those... uh, unsightly nose and ear hairs and as you get older those hairs just start growing all over the place they got the lawnmower for around the private parts beard hedger for your beard and all those products work great they got the anti-chafing underwear most comfortable underwear i've ever worn in my life so go check out the package deals that they have such as the platinum package at manscaped.com use promo code porch talk at checkout receive 20 percent off your total purchase order now on to the show welcome you to porch talk this is your host alan and i have josh williams fire camino what do you what what say you I say that you don't know shit about cigarettes. Let's go. Let's let's get into it. Roll them out, baby. So here's the thing. American spirits are better quality tobacco. I will not disagree with you there. Okay. But, I don't know about you, but when I'm working... I need to just be able to suck down a cigarette. I don't have 20 minutes to take a smoke break. I have about five. So I got to nail that cigarette down. I got to smoke every inch of that cigarette. Boom. And then I got to go back into work. That's a point. I don't have have time for it. That's a point. And uh, that is a disclaimer on those American spirits. I will say... It takes ten fifteen to uh, pull one down. Now, if you're driving around, perfect. Yeah. Like if you want good light, you're in the truck, cigarette, you're driving around, you got places to go. Great cigarette. If you got shit to do, mm. it ain't the one. I agree with that sentiment, and uh, I am gonna push back on that with uh, what. Would you rather smoke? Are we smoking Marlboro Lights or what are we doing around here? Oh no, fuck no, 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 no! I smoke, I smoke Newports. You're a Newport man. I'm a Newport man. Now, now, when I am broke, when I am broke, I will smoke Traffics or I will smoke Cools. Oh, so you're menthol only? No, I mean I'll smoke. Like, okay. If we're being honest, the best cigarette on the market is a Marlboro Red. Uh, can't argue with that. Like, like if we're talking about quality, if we're t- the overall best cigarette on the market, Marlboro Red. But, I, I do prefer the menthol, because here's the thing, I don't know if you have this, but like, if I smoke too many regular cigarettes, or even like a light cigarette, like it'll fuck up my throat too much like when I'm going to play a show yeah. so I just smoke menthols that's a real thing like menthols I can suck menthols down all fucking day long and still be like that is a weird thing about like smoking like full fa- flavor or a light versus a menthol yeah and 
I wonder what that is. I, th- I just think it goes down easier. I think there's more tar in fucking uh, like regular ass cigarettes. Like I per- personally, like truthfully, if it was up to me, if I if I didn't have to worry about singing, I'd smoke regular ass Winston Reds all day long. Yeah. Because, I mean, truthfully, that, also, too, I guess that comes from, like, back in the day, because I remember being, like, 16. If you go in and ask for a pack of Winstons, they already think you have two kids and a divorce. Like, no young kids buy him Winstons. <laughs> you know All right. I mean? You're not being trendy at this point. Yeah. If you're buying Winstons, it's like, all right, you had a hard life. <laughs> 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 that is so perfect. It is so true. But I mean, for real, every time I got, it doesn't matter what kind of gas station I went into. If you go in and you go, hey, let me get a pack of Winston's shorts, they go, fuck. <laughs> this is not a kid. This is a man. Yeah. <laughs> he He's ahead of his time and in the worst way. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is divorce number one on this guy. <laughs> Hey, I've only ever had the one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I've had a lot of engagements that have gone sour. I've only (laughs) ever had the one that I had to pay for. Oh, mercy. Don't even get me rolling with that. Brother, uh, (laughs) I would like to uh, open up this conversation uh, with something uh, a little different. All right. Are we going to talk about music this <laughs> time? Uh, maybe we'll get there. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I, I wanted to ask you um, what your favorite fishing lure was. Ooh. Truthfully, like, a good crankbait ain't done wrong with it, but... I've never had any luck on a crankbait, man. You can't beat a good just worm and a lure. Say that don't, one more time. Don't don't overcomplicate it. If it works, it works. Say that one more time. What bait you going with? Just just a just good old worm and a lure, and not even a nightcrawler. People talk about nightcrawlers, but truthfully, like just a good red worm and a bobber, you're fucking good to go. Oh, so like. Let's break down fishing. Like, what what is your go-to? Are you a brim, bass, catfish, crappie? What do you like? Well, okay, so I don't... I could walk to Cosby Lake right now. That is how close I am to it in Clay, Alabama, which I technically live in Pinson, but it's close enough to Clay. <laughs> but <laughs> closest lake to me is Cosby most of the time you just get crappie there's catfish and bass in there but for the most time you just get crappie um i have a fishing spot i'm not going to say where nobody uh, does do what no one ever does yeah i mean you're not going to tell i'd tell you off mic but uh but i i got a hell of a fishing it's a frustrating fishing spot though Oh, that's how that's how they like them. The fish. You're like, damn, 
That's like an eight pound bass right fucking there. You can see it. You're looking at the motherfucker in the eyes. They'll just swim right past your bait. Uh, you know, but um, you know, Eastlake Park, Eastlake Park has some hell of, like like catfish in there. But the 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 key is is knowing where you are because you're gonna use different bait depending on like if you're in Eastlake Park, you use chicken livers. Mm-hmm. You catch catfish all day long in Eastlake Park with chicken livers, like easy. You know? Yeah. But uh, if you go into Cosby Lake, you want to use some red worms, you're going to get crappie. You'll get some bluegill every once in a while. You know, and they got some pretty nice size bluegill in there. But for the most part, like, if you get on a bed of crappie, you, you're good. You know, there is some bass and some catfish in there, but, I mean, I've seen them, but I've never caught one. I'm going to be 100%, you know. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I got that other little fishing spot. And, like, for the most part, you get... I've never caught bass. I see bass in there every time. I've never caught a bass in that place. But I catch catfish pretty regularly. Yeah, it's almost like... uh, And this is way off subject, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Is uh, I love my flat earthers. And they like to tell me that the moon is a reflection. And, uh... I gotta say, I do see a reflection of like the continents every now and then on the moon. I'm like, maybe, but I've been on a plane. <laughs> I've never been on a plane. But uh, that then that they make so. I mean, their arguments are compelling. If you, yeah. you know, like uh, I don't know. Um, maybe. I don't believe that. I think it's round. But, you know, what the fuck do I know? Is that, it, it could be flat on a turtle's back for all I care. All I know is that I'm here. Yeah, I mean, I don't give a shit either way. Yeah, whether it's flat, round, whatever, it's a globe, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. All I know oh, yeah. is, like, uh, Lord willing and the creek don't rise, I hope I get 50 years out of this thing we call life. Shit, man, I always hope I make it to 30. <laughs> for uh. real. Oh. After all the shit I've done, I hope I make it to 30. Oh, brother, I hope so too. I want I want you to be around here for a little while. Well, we've we've uh we've messed around a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about music, shall we? Yeah. Uh, Fire Camino, Josh Williams is one and the same. Uh, Fire Camino is something that I'm fastly uh falling in love with. And let me tell you a little bit about how I ingest music. So, uh, I have commutes, like I have a 30 minute commute to work and, uh, on the weekends I'm commuting via playing a show or doing a podcast or whatever else. And that's what I'm listening and I'm seeing what do you got? And, uh, I got to put some respect on the Fire Camino EP, um, and, People know that I'm weird, and maybe I'm weird for liking it, but uh, (laughs) I'm a huge fan of every track on your record. I thought it was really well done. Tell me a little bit about the process of the Fire Camino EP, and we'll be celebrating it uh, 317 on St. Paddy's. So here's here's the deal. Is... uh, 
you know, I had that song Jerusalem for a while. I've been playing that song and I, I reached out to Taylor and I was like, Hey man, uh, I respect you. Like, I, I, it would be a dream of mine if I could record a song with you. And he goes, I'll do you one better. I got a recording studio in my basement. <laughs> yes, he does. Come over and we should record that song. And so I come over and I record the song and everything went well. Me and him just, we hit it off. And just like I said, like, um, well, not on this podcast, because, uh, but on the, the, the well, I, I, yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we lost the podcast. Uh, don't be telling. Uh, don't be giving away all these secrets now, Josh. Come uh, on. <laughs> uh, well, you can cut that out. It don't matter. No, I'm not cutting anything. Um, no, it's it's but, fine. Uh, it is it's fine. <laughs> but but me and Taylor kept bumping into each other. Like I knew Taylor from playing shows and stuff, but we kept bumping into each other, and I'd always talk to him and stuff. And, um. Yeah, I had that song. I was like, fuck it. I'll just ask Taylor if he wants to record a song together. And uh, he said, yeah, no, let's do it. And so we recorded the song, and then me and him got talking about music. And I showed him that song, That's Where I Stand, that I'd recorded at a house show. And uh, he was like, hell, why aren't we recording that? And I was like, well, we can and then before you know it, we ended up recording a whole EP of songs I had. That's sick, man. Um, I, I'm trying so hard to get there here in Columbus. Is uh, and not not to put you know the cart before the horse, but um, well, truthfully, what you're doing is the way to do it. Like, like. Having that open mic you have, I think, is so important. And I think what you're doing for the music scene in Columbus is unlike anything anybody's done. You know what I mean? Like, you're really trying to build something. And it, it, it really is beautiful. And, like, having that fucking, just a space where anyone can come and fucking play their shit, like, that's so important. I'm... I am so thankful for uh, Munson and allowing us to do that at Munson Brothers. Uh, we do craft beer. We serve pizzas. And so anyone listening, if you ever want to come get a pizza or get a craft beer, we got good people. That's good beer. And, um, man, come out come out and see us in Colombo, Mississippi, uh, downtown. You won't be disappointed. But not only that, uh, Josh, is... Uh, uh, like we're me and two other friends are trying to start a business here in town and yeah. it's going to be a music shop and so like on the front end like and I think that's going to be my shit uh to where we we're selling music equipment like guitars basses and all the ins and outs right and probably like in the beginning Till we get like sponsored, like maybe by Martin or who, whomever else, is yeah. it's gonna run off consignment until we can get like 
Diaterio or Elixir or someone else give us a deal on strings, you know, all this and that. And as we as we build it, but in the back and upstairs is uh, is something that I'm really excited about, and I think it's going to bring an extra flair to the the music scene that I, I hope to build and create. Is uh, we're gonna I'm gonna have an actual studio uh, for Porsche Talk. And oh, yeah. and so like when you or whomever else comes to town, not only will you play here, uh, we can sit down and have a conversation just like this. And on top of that, you can stay. And uh, in the morning, wake up. We'll have a cup of coffee, have breakfast, and then you know I'll uh, give you a little uh, encouragement and uh, send you on your way. Well, yeah. And, and and that's what I want. And on top of that, like within that uh, store or business, we're gonna offer music lessons. And I have kind of like the firehouse. Yeah, except it's not gonna be a nonprofit. This is for profit. <laughs> we're making money. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. Yeah, and but the thing about it, and these these are fairly new friends of mine. But like we all have the same vision. Um, and for us to say that we want to set up shop in Columbus, uh, the other two more than me, um, have a heavier weight on music than I do. And for, for all of us to say that we want to do this in Columbus, I hope that Columbus, uh, accepts us and takes us in because we could especially those two uh they could do that anywhere in the country and be successful and to try to bring this to columbus this is going to be a gem and a godsend if the people in columbus are actually interested in music yeah well alan uh, um i'm gonna do something Right now, we're on record. We're recording. Mm-hmm. So ain't nobody can take it away from me. Whatever money I make next Friday... Oh, boy. On some Friday's day, is going to your dreams. Oh, boy. It's going to whatever you you do with this, and let's open this fucking music store, and let's teach some people some music, and let's open up this studio. Whatever money I make is going to port stuff. We, uh, we just uh, landed the building uh, yesterday. Uh, we, we are working out uh, where we're going to be. We're going to be downtown just the way that we want it. And um, like we are stepping. And we've been working on this for like six months. And we have been taking our time and, uh, you know, other friends would say pussyfooting. But, you know... It's a a process. You know, the thing about it is, like, why would you want to get set up in a building and that not be your final location? Right. And, like, why would you want to get set up in a building and know that the landlord that you're going to be under is a tyrant? Right. You don't want to be under the control of some dickhead you want to be able to make something special you know exactly and we're going to be able to have the space and like we'll be able to 
facilitate uh, not only uh, the dreams that I have for that building, but also the dreams that uh, my two other uh, business-minded friends. And that's another thing. It's like, it's going to be a long haul. And I'm not I, even like a hundred. I mean, this is not an overnight thing. This is, you know. Yeah, but on top of that, it's like th- this is a lifetime. Like we're talking about thirty, thirty-five years, and like we're talking about maybe a family legacy to where, like, if if any of us are to have offspring, it's like hopefully they would be willing to carry the tradition. You know. Well, Alan, I, I barely know you, but I, but truthfully. I want you to know I believe in your dream. And just like I said, this is on record. It's it's on a recording. You can't fucking deny it. Whatever I make on St. Patty's, I got to pay everybody. I got to pay Taylor. I got to pay all the other bands. But whatever my cut is, it's going to this. Let's roll, baby. Uh, yes. Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about that. And uh, I'm going to be there. And... Uh, Pers- personally, uh, I'm excited. Come on, you gotta play some songs. Oh yeah, dude. I uh, I hope to uh, smoke them, and uh, <laughs> whether it be you, Taylor, or whomever, like uh, I don't like uh, being on the stage by myself. I want someone to come on up there and help me make the experience a whole lot better. Well, I'm be honest. It'll probably be Taylor because, like, here's the thing. I'm not a bad lead player. But between you and me, well, I, this is a podcast, but fuck it. Uh, every single guitar solo I do is this Blue Sky by the Almond Brothers. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all I know. <laughs> I've faked it this way this far, but it's all just Blue Sky by the Almond Brothers. Uh, Fire Camino brought to you by the Almond Brothers. Yeah, I, I've just been ripping them off for years. <laughs> That's the thing about it. I think we talked about it. It's like, you know, like whenever uh, you're going to a show or doing whatever else is like, and I'm fairly reserved in this in on this as well. Is I will drive in dead silence before I listen to anybody when I'm going to a show because it will totally corrupt what I'm trying to do. Oh, hundred percent. Like, 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 I'll just rip it off. If I'm listening to someone I care about, I will just rip it off, you know. But if it's so alien, like, that's why I'll listen to, like, drum and bass or fucking Korean pop music or whatever the fuck. I'm that way, too. I'm not ripping off Diana Ross. I mean, listen to me. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) That's what upsets me in any band where it's like, okay, hey. Fuck ego. Yeah. Does it serve the song? And and that was my thought. Like, yeah, like, like and let's I, make the best song possible. Regardless of, yeah, maybe you're playing fucking two chords the whole fucking thing. Well, guess what? If you're playing two chords the whole fucking thing and if it's a good song, who gives a shit? Well, dude. If it serves the song, that's all that matters. Let's think about this. Like, uh, TikTok, that Fleetwood Mac song, The Chain. Yeah. The bass line on that song is literally two notes the entire time. Yeah. And so, like, music is, it does not have to be complicated at all. No. Um, you, can, you can make it as complex as you'd like to. Uh, you can make it as pretty as you'd like. You can do whatever 
you want to do with music and I'm sure like you'll resonate with this is when I listen to music like when I'm listening to the Fire Camino EP what you have to say on Jerusalem or Dale Earnhardt is the music is the backdrop I'm, yeah. I'm listening to what you have to convey and if if what you have to convey is not that well written well it has to be damn well made up with the music yeah, and so it's one of those things where it's like, if you're a good enough songwriter, who gives a fuck? Like, look at Big Chestnut. Big Chestnut could only use two fingers, right? Yeah. And it's like, who gives a fuck about technicality or whatever the fuck? It's like, he wrote a good song. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, most Willie Nelson songs are three fucking chords, but guess what? He wrote he wrote a good fucking song. You don't need fucking eighteen different whatever the fucks. No, you don't. And and that's you know, and, and that uh, fucking whiskey river is three three chords. Mm-hmm. And that's a great fucking song. And it's iconic. Yeah. And it, it goes to, um, it goes to uh, the words and the melody. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all it is. And so it, it doesn't matter, like, granted, like, give me a Taylor Hollinsworth Westphalia and, you know, my jaw will hit the floor with the guitar work. But right. but also, it's a very interesting line of words. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, a, like, Taylor has the perfect blend of where it's like you have virtuosity where it's like clearly he understands the instrument. Like, he is so good on the instrument mm-hmm. but songwriter was he's also writing a kick-ass fucking song no one no one but taylor could write that fancy daddy no yeah you're absolutely right like that is the perfect fucking song dude that is such a banger i listen to that song literally every day yeah that song is, and like and I like that is that like that I when i think when i think about taylor I think ten plus years. I, I can't play that fucking song. Yes, yeah. it's, it's like fuck, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. It's and so I mean, like you said, dude, is and that is one thing about building a music scene, whether it be here in Columbus, wherever else, or being a part of a scene, is the best thing that we can do is. And correct me here if I'm wrong, is when you grant when you gain traction, let's just say you're entering into a scene and people begin to respect what you're doing and you get a little traction behind you. Don't forget about that. But also build on that and then what can you do to help the community and not make it divisive. Not make it about you. Don't don't be egotistical. Don't be a shithead, but like, think about ways that you can add to the scene without making it worse. I, um, to your point, I don't care if I ever make it. I don't, which is crazy to say. Mm -hmm. But if I'm the spark that makes the next John Prine, that makes the next Willie Nelson, that makes whoever if I'm the one that's like hey 
I respect you enough and I gave you the chance. Then all of it's worth it. If I never do shit, if I never, if no one ever knows Fire Camino, but I was able to make sure somebody else got to live their dream and do the thing that they set out to do, then it's all worth it. If I was able to be like, hey, you mean something. Like, mm-hmm. you have talent. What you are doing, like, makes a fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. If I'm able to do that, then nothing else matters. And I'll tell you this. Like, with that previous band I was telling you about where it didn't work out? Yeah. I got replaced. They're, they are still doing great. And I'm so happy for them. And I hope uh, in this summer, I hope to be working with them with my project and, like, putting each other up. And thankfully, like, it didn't end up in a knockout dragout to where bridges were burned. It it luckily worked out to where things just didn't work out, okay? Let's shake hands and say goodbye. And that is the way it should be. Yeah. Well, it's like um, like with that band that I was in. Like the uh, the main dude I had a problem with went on, and he started another band, and that other band's doing great. And like, I'm so happy. I'm so happy for him. I never want to make music with him again. But I'm so happy for him. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm like, you found somebody who can put up a few bullshit, and that's that's great. You exactly. Know, that, honest to God, makes me happy. And they've opened for me since then. That's and like, that's so cool, man. Yeah, like I, again, I'm happy because I'm like, hey, you you did it, you know. Let's. I, I don't want to fucking make music with you, but <laughs> you know, you you did it. Let's talk a little bit about your music. How the heck did you even want to get into music? Why music? You were, you were uh, having to work all the time. Where did you find the time, Josh, to? Uh, want to pick up a six string and make a noise. What made when, you want to make a noise? When I was younger, I had so much more energy, and I was like, "Hey, I got, I got something to say," you know. And like, come twenty sixteen, especially with everything going on, that's when I was finally like, "All right, let's do this." Cool. I started doing open mics. And I started playing shows, and it's crazy all the places music will take you. It's you crazy know? who uh, musical leads you to meet. Yeah, but like to to back up before you get too far ahead, like you say, twenty sixteen, and like gearing up towards that, like just for people listening, is. What got you from the bedroom to seeking out an open mic? And how did you know to do that? I uh, I just saw it on Instagram. Like, truthfully, I just saw it. And I was like, fuck it, let's, let's do it. I, I'd been writing songs for a while, but none of it ever really progressed. You know what I mean? Like, you write songs, but it's like, well, what do you do with them? Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, I'd recorded some stuff in my bedroom and everything. And... Uh, yeah, no, when whenever 2016 hit, I was like, all right, I got to start pursuing this. And I started putting out shit on Bandcamp, which no longer exists. But, um, <laughs> I can relate. Put, 
putting out shit and you know some of it was good some of it was shit like Jerusalem survived and some other songs survived and, and some of them I still play today you know and but so some of them I was like ah this is, you know, but when you start out you you know not, not every song's gonna be a hit you know no, yeah, definitely not. Most of them are. Uh, hopefully, you got one to kind of get you by till you can kind of find your ground. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. And, and it's it's so tough out there. But like, I believe, uh, and I'm so happy to be hosting an open mic or a singer songwriter night to be able to offer um, that up to the local community. Please come try out whatever you're working on, right? Because and even if it fucking sucks, you just don't, do it. That's yeah. the most important thing. And, and that's the thing that I think, like, you know, those people who are working it out in their bedroom and they really want to get to that open mic, I think that's the hold back is, like, what are people going to think? People are going to clap their hands and say, yeah, just because you had the balls to do it. And you yeah, know what? And that takes more guts than anything. It's just doing it, you know. And that and that was one thing. the The first open mic that we held there, and you you probably have a story like similar to this. You you probably you probably lived it. I don't know, but uh, there was this. He had too much to drink that night, and we happened to have some young cats in, and uh, they were playing, and he was heckling. And he was he was being real shitty towards the players, and I you yeah. know I heard it and like, uh you know, what happens now? But someone's gonna yell free bird. It happened to be that dickhead, and um, right. and then I walked over there towards him because I I kept hearing him, and I started listening to his remarks and like he was literally like directing it toward the stage to where I knew that whoever was playing was hearing it. And I, I pulled him off to the side, and I was like, what are you doing? He's like, what? Yeah. I was like, you know, that that might have been the first time that that person has ever stepped out in public to share a cover or their song. And you're shitting all over them. Well, I mean, you know as a songwriter, I mean, there's not worse than like, like, I've told you what Jerusalem meant, and like, there's so many go ahead, songs. Go ahead, go ahead and tell that, go ahead and tell that story. Go ahead and tell that story. Sold to somebody. Yeah. To an audience, to complete strangers. And then they have some fucking dickhead come in. You know, it's like, well, what have you done? You well, ain't done shit. And that's what you I know, told like, I had the balls to get up there and fucking say or sing or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And, like, who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. And, and that was the point. And that's what I landed on. I was like, if you continue to do this. I'm going to put you on the list and I'm going to have everyone that you've critiqued stand around the stage and critique you while you do it since you're so fucking good. Yeah. You know what he did? What? He left. I would imagine so. See, that's what, like, I've talked about different open mics, but fucking the one at the neck, that's why I love it so much because it's so inclusive. But it's also, too, it's like, if you have dickheads like that, it's like, all right, we'll kick your ass. What's up? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it is one of those where it's like, look, they're trying their fucking best. You're being a fucking dick. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you brought up Jerusalem. Um, I know we talked about it, but uh, 
uh, to uh, songwriting, let's talk about that, is to dig into your songwriting because people listening haven't heard. Uh, Jerusalem is a song on your EP. Um, tell us a little bit about that, uh, why it exists, how it happened. How'd you, why'd you write it? So I wrote Jerusalem. I was in a, I was in a rough place in my life. I was just going through a broke up, break up. Mm-hmm. And, and you're working dead end jobs and you don't know what you're doing. You feel like you're a fuck up, you know, and you, you have all these conflicting things and it's just like, you're trying to work towards being better and you're trying to work towards like, ah, maybe I'm simple, maybe, you know, but you're trying to work towards, you know, getting right with God. And that's really what it's about is like getting better and getting on the right path. Yeah. I mean, that, that was the absolute take that I had. It was, you know, like I told you and I'll say it again, but, um, it was, the idea of climbing up a hill and also observing others, like, I guess this goes into Dale Earnhardt, your other song, but uh, with Jerusalem is trying to draw near to God, but like being your own worst enemy. Right. And then what, it's, you're trying everything to do right, but sometimes like you just fuck up. Yeah. 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 And like, whether you're that guy or you probably know somebody that is that way, you know. But, uh, and to go more in the songwriting with Dale Earnhardt is like, uh, I love the way that you crafted that story and not putting words in your mouth, I want you to tell it again, but um, that in NASCAR, there's this idea of a draft to where like you can cut wind by trailing someone who in front of you. And so if if you don't mind, like tell, tell us a little bit about Dale Earnhardt. It's kind of that thing of you see life passing you by, you know, because you, you, you're trying your best and you're working your hardest, but sometimes it just it keeps going and going. And like, I compared it to his story where it's like, you know, you see your son succeeding, you see, you know, like, oh, it feels good as a championship, but it's not the same. You know, you see life going on. And in that third verse of where I'm like, you know, you keep like life keeps going on and on, but you can't, you can't ever catch up. And, and especially like with your peers and stuff where you, you see them doing the same shit you're doing, but you see them going away from me. You. you go, well, fuck, what could I have done? Mm-hmm. You know, and you're just trying to catch up. You're just trying to, you know, uh, win that race, you know, whatever life is where it feels like a race. Cause it feels like you're constantly going and going, you know, brother. Um, I gotta tell you, I, I am so glad that you reached out to me and, uh, shared about your show, uh, coming up on St. Patty's day. Uh, yes. it's a, it's a week from the day. This is March 17th. These episodes will probably drop, um, uh, over the weekend, maybe a Monday, but, uh, man, thank you so much for reaching out. Like, and those listening is like the best way to get on the show is by telling me that you are aware of the show, just like Josh did and expose me to your music. And I mean, 
you you can attest how easy it was. It's like I, I'm not. Yeah, I, no, you reached out to me. You're like, hey man, like <laughs> you're doing shit with Taylor. This shit's gonna be great, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, fucking the shit you're doing in Columbus is fucking amazing. I I really do. One of these, I want to come out to the, either the open mic or the festival, whatever the fuck. I want to come. I want to come party with y'all. I want to come make some noise. Come on, dude. Like, whether it be the open mic or the festival, I prefer both. Hey, well, I'll do both. Fuck I, it. I, I, mean, I prefer it's not both. That far of a drive, man. I'll get a fucking Super 8. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's, uh, you don't even have to do that. We can put you up, dude. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it ain't nothing between us but fresh air and opportunity. Hell yeah. And, you know, that's the thing. Um, but, uh, back to oh gosh we're talking about songwriting now and we're talking about shows of ambition and so man you're working you're working to the bone and yeah. in your free time you get to uh, play some music what else do you enjoy in your free time well I like fishing I like watching baseball I like you know I guess everything of average Joe like that, you know. Is that is that is that like solace? What do you mean? Like that that is that peace? Like you get out there with a fishing pole and it's like everything's in. Oh, hundred percent. It's the same thing with watching baseball. It's like you know how people are like, ah, oh, it's just bread and circus. Da 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 da. I was like, hey man, when you've had as stressful as a week as I have. God damn it, that's all I want. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I understand there's a hundred fucked up shit going on. Like, I understand there's a train wreck in East Palestine. There's racism. There's all this shit. It's like, God damn it, can I just watch a fucking baseball game? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, without it being shoved in my face. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yes, I care. I really do. I really do care. Hey, but at the same time, what can you really do about it? <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. I was like, what are you... Like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Like, I work, like, 40 to 50 hours a week. Please, can I just have some... Well, it's like beer. Over it's like, I get home from work and I drink. And is that great? No. But at the same time, it's like, I have this little bit of relief where I go, hey. Mm -hmm. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. That's life. It's okay. You know? And and you keep going. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? A- absolutely man I mean it's, it's that same thing and it's it's that drive like you know towards um, wanting to do this podcast because I want stories like yours exposed to where uh, well I find this to be remarkably relatable to most everybody on the fucking planet <coughs> or you know trying to cultivate a music scene or trying to like tonight between our failed podcast and uh coming back to this one you know i went down to monson's to where the live show was and i I was standing out back and um i was introduced to uh someone who wanted to know who i was because they want to be a comedian and they didn't have an outlet and they knew that i was allowing comedians to be a part of the festival and I was like if you're brave enough to get on the stage 
I'm brave enough to give you a time slot. And that's like, I think, like, not to gas you up, but at the same time, I think what you're doing is so commendable and beautiful. Because it's like, here's the thing. It takes a lot. I mean, fuck, you know. It takes a lot of balls to go, hey, I want to get on stage. Yeah. And for for you to just allow the platform, you know what I mean? Where it's like, no, here's a safe space. Here's, you fucking come, you do your thing, whatever. <laughs> if it sucks, it sucks, but you, you do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's like, like I mean, fuck, even with me. Like, like, yeah, I'm established. I've fucking, I've played shows. I've whatever the fuck. But just to allow me the opportunity to go, hey, I'm on porch talk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you respected me enough to go, hey, I'm going to let him be on porch talk. I'm going to, like, I cannot thank you enough for that. But more so than that, for you to be like, no, I'm going to allow a space for people to come and be themselves. Like, that is more, you're giving so much to the community and to people that you will, I mean, fuck it. Maybe they come to the open mic one time and they never come to the open mic again, but they had enough balls to do it. Mm -hmm. And like, if they never do it again, they'll go, well, at least I tried. You know, they get to move on with their life and they get that bit of closure, you know, or fuck it. Maybe they keep on with it and they become the next fucking whoever. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's exactly that. It's, whether it works or not, at least someone was willing to take a chance on you. And, like, maybe you tried it and, it and it wasn't right for you. And that is totally okay, but now you can move on knowing it wasn't right. But you gave them the opportunity to do so. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's and it. And that is just incredible. Yeah, man. Well, dude, uh... I'm having a, a damn ball, but I, I do want to wrap up. Um, yeah, because it's almost midnight. We've been talking a lot. I understand. Yeah, it's, uh, dude, like, uh, I was going to call you tomorrow night. It's like boyfriend, girlfriend, and I ask you about your day tomorrow. <laughs> but, uh, uh, dude, I, I do want uh, people to know, how can they uh, connect with you? How can they get hooked up with Fire Camino? Where can they find your music? How How can they find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at Fire Camino. That's about the only Instagram with Mac the phone. You can find my music on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, you know, any of the big major, hell, fucking even title, I think, has my shit. So, you can find me on there. But more importantly, next Friday, mm-hmm. Plug I'm it. playing a show at the Upside Down Plaza. Mm-hmm. I'm playing with Playboy G, hardcore Latino gangster rap. I got Broken Heart at Heartbreakers, funky ass rock and roll band. Whom, whom you said you were very impressed with. Blew my fucking mind. I haven't seen a band like that in years, and I used to be a roadie. So I, it fucking. I have not seen a band like that in forever. And they're going to be huge. And not to mention, we have uh, 
our world famous from Birmingham, Alabama, Taylor Hollinsworth. The legendary. Uh, and this podcast simps for Taylor. <laughs> Strokes the absolute shaft because I'm going to be on the bill. He's going to be playing not only a solo set, but with me. Hey, buddy. And not to mention, he he was on the EP. Yes, he was. He was on the EP. He played on uh, the last three songs. He played on Jerusalem, uh, Good Trouble, and that's where I stand. Yeah. And, buddy, I could immediately tell because I. Uh, the the thing about Taylor and being a legend like he is is he has that effect to where and you know what this is it's like you know when Eric Clapton's playing or you know when um, Jack White's playing or you know you know name like iconic yeah. guitar players you can hear it in their guitar playing You're yeah like, oh that's fucking buddy guy that's yeah yeah, yeah. and he has that. <laughs> But hey, more importantly than all of that, oh boy, we're gonna have Alan from fucking Porch Talk come and play some songs too, eh? That is a fact, buddy. Wouldn't miss it for the world. I don't care if I go on at three thirty a.m. Dude, we're gonna play all fucking night, so you have no worry. But your very own host of the famous Porch Talk podcast is gonna be playing with your truly fire Camino and the legendary Hollinsworth and fucking all the other people on the bill. What a night to be had. It's one you don't want to miss. And we're, we're plugging it up. And I want you to know, this is March 17th, St. Patty's Day. There is no other place I would rather be than in Birmingham, Alabama on that day. Yes. And just so you know, we're giving away free T-shirts. I got free merch, free of uh, cassette tapes. I'm giving away guitars. I'm giving away guitars. Dude, now I know why you're working so hard all the time. Yeah, because I'm fucking buying shit for other people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, Josh. No, I'm giving away a Telecaster. Dude, where I'm do I sign up? Yeah, no, like... like <laughs> So I'm I'm giving away uh, I think three or four guitars that night. Hell yeah, dude! That's what's yeah, up. You come out, man. Oh, I'll be there. I'm gonna play. You gonna be on stage? <laughs> you gonna be on stage with me? Oh uh, yeah. Well, brother, let's uh, let's shut this thing down, Josh. I can't yeah, think of enough because we talked enough. We've been drinking enough. Oh, it's our, gonna go on all night if we don't cancel it. You know. There's no doubt about that. And are we are we doing? I'm thinking about walking down the street to the princess. Hell yeah. <laughs> Might have one or two more and play a game of pool. Sounds fun, man. I'm gonna finish off this pack of Milwaukee's best. My man. Pass out. Oh, you are uh oh, we gotta have a conversation about that sometime about uh preference on beer because boy, you are drinking uh, Milwaukee best. We got to talk about that sometime. We'll save I that for another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. We'll like, talk. Believe me, there are better beers. I am broke. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I do what I can, fucker. Yeah. Hey, if I can get fifteen for eight dollars, why would I not? Point proven. 
well josh nothing else to do here you have a good night and uh boys and girls please make plans to be in the birmingham area on saint patty's day march 17th at the upside upside down plaza we're gonna make a ruckus it's gonna get crazy yeah and you might even see the sun come up that's true and who better who better would you want to see the sun come up with than us yeah horse talking fire camino together finally at last oh my gosh and you might even be on that podcast when it happens yeah who knows we just became best friends you know we haven't even laid eyes on each other but we're we're, yeah. we're brothers I've never now i met alan but i know he's the coolest fucker in the world and guess what if you're not following porch talk on spotify what the fuck are you doing you gotta follow porch talk rate that shit yeah. while you're at it and, and hey if you're not going to the fucking open mics in columbus what are you i'm gonna go there i've got to drive from birmingham alabama to fucking Columbus, Mississippi, to go to these open mics. If you live in Mississippi, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Pre- Even if you don't play music, preach. just go. Just go see it. I'm telling you, dude. What are we going to do with these people? They're going to get it right. And we're going to figure it out. They'll understand how we get down. Yep. And when they do, they'll know. Ain't that the truth? Well, brother, you take care of yourself until a week from now. I'll see you. too, man. Peace out. Thank you. See you. Ask me if I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Count us in, Father Josh. <laughs> One, two, three. Hot summer nights, church parking lot. We dared to try anything once. Love in the backseat, Bible on the dash. We were young, so we thought it would last. You grabbed the Milo's, I'll grab the Stoli. Mom, let me borrow her car. Getting drunk never got me closer to Jesus, but it kept me from meeting God. Gas station edibles, box sweet tea. Lord, oh Lord, have mercy on me. Oh, what I would give to be back with all of my friends. Jesse joined the army. Tyler got married. Paco never made it. This far, what I would do to be laughing my ass off the back of Lillian's car. Well, the AC is broke, but shit, so are we. But none of that matters when you can't fill up. Station edibles, vodka, sweet tea. Lord, oh Lord, have mercy on me. Oh, what I would give to be back with all of my friends. Yeah, years have come, and years.
years have gone, I still go to that church parking lot just to get stoned. Oh, I would give to be back with all of my friends. Oh, well, I would give if I could see you again.